Streetside Studio at Weimer Hall. WUFT HD3 Gainesville. W237EJ Gainesville. It's A&M in the AM. Abby and Matt getting your day started with all of Gator Nation's hit music. The hits start now. They wake me up. 95.3 GHQ. Good morning. You're listening to AM in the AM, Abby and Matt in the morning. And we have some very special guests with us this morning from UF School of Theater and Dance upcoming production, Rough Magic. Everybody say hello. Hello. Hi. And introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Andy Prescott. I'm an MFA in acting here at UF, and I am playing the role of Prospero, the main antagonist. Hi, my name is Rachel Bedard, and I am the stage manager for Rough Magic. Hi, my name is Sterling Stanley, and I play Tosiphany in Rough Magic. Hi, my name is Natalia Urzua. I'm a BFA here at UF, and I am playing Linda Summers. Hi, my name is Keith from MacDonald, and I am the assistant director of Rough Magic. So we have a big array of people here to just tell us a little bit about the production and how we can go see it. So when does the show open? So yeah, the show opens Friday, April 12th. Doors open at 7.30, so try to get there around 7, 7.15 so you can get a good seat. It's going to be in the main stage theater, so there's a lot of seats. Tickets are on sale now, I believe, so you can go on there and just call the box office or walk up to uh, gate one of the O'Dome. O'Connell Center, of the O'Dome, yeah. And uh, so that's going to run Friday, Saturday, Sunday, April 12th, 13th, and 14th, and then it picks back up on Tuesday and runs until Friday, April 19th. So it's going to be seven productions, pretty quick run, just before Easter Sunday. I am definitely going to be there. Oh yeah, it's great. <laughs> well, why doesn't someone give us a little brief summary about what the show is about and what makes it special? Yeah, so uh, this show is, I think, a little bit different than most things we produce at SOTD. It's a newer play and basically it focuses around this 30-year-old dramaturg and everyone kind of asks, what's a dramaturg do? And we find out and she has these magical powers that we quickly find out about and she really doesn't want to accept her own power. But then suddenly all of these crazy literary figures from Shakespeare, from Greek canon, from anything you can imagine come into New York City and come into her life. And a lot of the characters are coming from Shakespeare's The Tempest. So if you know a little bit of Shakespeare, you may go, I know that line, I know that character. But then the interesting thing that the playwright does is he flips everything on its head. So basically from start to finish, it's action, action, go, go, go. I love that. And it sounds very interestingly written. Who is the playwright? <laughs> yeah, so his name is Roberto Aguirre Sacasa. He's pretty much known on television and comic books. He's the creative director or creative artistic director of Archie Comics. Uh, he's been involved with writing and producing Glee, Riverdale, and Netflix's Sabrina. Uh, Chilling, uh, Adventures Chilli- Sabrina. <laughs> Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, not the not the old 90s version, right? <laughs> I think if you're, if you're interested in the storylines and the plots, the characters that he develops in those stories, I think you're going to really like this show because it does have a little bit of that camp that people like within within those television shows, but it still has the power of books, I think is a big theme that is carried over from the new Sabrina show and in this show. So a dramaturg, if people don't know, is someone who does like the historical research of the play, the historical context of the play, and brings that to the show. So it kind of is, is taking the director's research and kind of giving it to another position. So they're kind of like the end-all be-all, the historian of that production. And so in this story, our main inta- our main protagonist is a dramaturg. So you see the power of books come up, come to life. And it really is all centered around literature and, and the power of the spoken word. It's kind of cool. Yeah, there's, uh, there's a line that my character Linda has in Act 2 where she says literally the magic is in the words. And I think that that summarizes the play pretty well. 
Ooh, I'm excited. I like actually can't wait to go see this. Abby and I are gonna come together. I want to speak to the, the diversity of the cast uh, and, and like the characters that we have. So we have Tisiphone here, and I don't know if we want to speak about your character, but it's a really exciting character on stage. So if you want to speak to that. Oh sure. Um, so uh, I play a character named Tisiphone. She is a larger than life, brighter than lights drag queen who is gonna bring you everything and more with every click and clat of her heels. She's very um in tune with herself and knows who she is and. Is is not about the messing around and she will let you know that with every word she says and articulates with everything she says so I'm really excited to play her she sounds like a super powerful character oh, she is. do you have a favorite line or a scene that you have there there are so many there's honestly so many of them um, I just have so much fun with the character I do drag myself from time to time so I kind of relate in a way but she's a different drag queen than I am we do very different things you know but I've got to learn more about drag because it's a different style and I, I, I did my research but I've never done this type of drag that she does. So I'm just having a lot of fun. There's a lot of great moments that she does, though. I couldn't really pick just one. That's awesome. I'm excited to see you now. I feel like you really <laughs> killed the Tissiphone character. When I asked that question, Natalia lost her mind. She like, <laughs> went to the wall. So And they're great. Yeah, we don't want to give any away because they're right. so like they're so right. juicy in the moment. And you're just like, right. what is yeah. the one-liners? I know one, one part that I really like. It's not a, a line, but it's the dance. I really enjoy the dance that we do. <laughs> okay, well, I'm on the lookout for Tissiphone. Do you guys have any funny, memorable, or favorite moments from rehearsal so far? One of the things that is really fun about what SOTD tends to do is we have understudies involved in so many layers of the process. So when you have the understudies, you get to see what they do differently from their principal character. So we've had this week a couple of understudy runs, and we've gotten to see different people step into different roles and see that huge variety. Sometimes people will just make a choice that you don't expect. Like in a serious moment, they'll turn around and look at you, and you'll just start laughing and ruin a serious moment but again I think that that speaks to we have such a huge cast and so many people bring so many different talents so really just come prepared to see what each individual person brings to each diverse unique character I see these people have fun every day and right now we are in a studio we don't have a stage we have colored tape marking out where things are going to be but I just keep visualizing what it's going to be in two weeks when we go into tactical rehearsals and start to put everything up because we have wigs we have over the top costumes makeup props sounds projections dry ice everything that you could think of throwing at practical or digital theater wise is going into this production including combat sights and sounds every character you could think of the thing that I think of when I see them rehearse every night is what could happen next and then something crazier happens so I just can't wait for it to get on the stage and I think this is a larger than life show and the actors I think are going to bring that that size to the stage so get your tickets yeah <laughs> and it, the, the spectacle of it is, is, is definitely up there and I think some of my favorite moments throughout the process is my character Prospero he has four children two of them are oh. twins it's uh, so one of them is Ariel who's an actual character from from the the canon of, of the Tempest and the other one is Sasia who's kind of added in there but they're twins they're kind of one character split into two but the two actors playing them Savannah similarly and uh, Dalton caught Cotter, they both have been developing these kind of like whimsical characters that like dance around the space. We have a lot of dance sequences, having them move around with like flourishes of color. Um, and they also have magic powers too. So how the magic is, they're imbued with magic and how they use it. Uh, and like Dalton's a pretty skinny guy, but he takes he takes out big Afshin, big tough Afshin Masagi. You never know what you're going to expect. That being with magic can be as little or as big as they want, but they can have all this power. So it's really exciting to see them work and move in the space. And I can't wait 
wait until we get into the actual stage and just have them fill it. Yeah, and I'd love to credit to our excellent design team who has worked really hard to make the magic happen behind the scenes backstage. So we've been in design process for months now. So I'm really excited to have them as part of the team and wanted to give them a shout out. Oh yeah, they're great. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Costumes, I, I just tried my costume on yesterday and it's it's incredible. Uh, Maddie Limerick is the costume designer for this show. Yes. Um, and he actually is, ha he's followed by the playwright, uh, Roberto Aguirre Sacasa. So he tagged him in it. So there's a picture of me in my costume and the playwright is tagged in it. I'm like, oh my God, he might see me. Like maybe I'll get cast in one of his stuff one day. You know, that's, you could dream, but it's it's really cool. And, and the connections that you can get from just being in a in a, in a show here at UF is, is great. Yeah, talk to us a little bit about the costumes because I'm sure with a wild show like oh. this, you have some really cool costumes. Yeah. So I'm I'm playing one of the more human characters, more tied to the real world. Linda is a grad student at Columbia, but she also has this fascination with magic and the occult. She's obsessed with Prospero and you know figuring out all the secrets of his magic. So her costume design at first, her very first costume, is pretty just benign. She looks like just your standard grad student up there teaching her class. But as things go on, you start to see hints of her interest in the occult and there may be a couple of nods to recognizable stuff that Aguirre Sacasa has done. I had to get a lot of my stuff especially made because I'm a little taller than you know a lot of women but I got to try on the heels and then I got to see the outfit and oh my god, they're so shiny and so beautiful and it's just, it's, it's amazing and my wig is so big. I am so ready. I already told everyone in my cast when I put this wig on, I don't know anyone. I'm not speaking to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be like, don't touch me. <laughs> so uh, for, for my costume, for Prospero, he's the main antagonist. He, he's like kind of the, the greatest magician of all time. And uh, so my costume actually has like lighting effects. So when I do cast magic, like the click of a finger or like the whirling of the hands, my costume will light up to support that magic. I also have a staff that has like an orb on it that I just saw last night. It's kind of coming together slowly but surely. But that orb will also light up. So just my costume alone, I'm like a walking like animatronic, like, <laughs> like welcome to Chuck E. Cheese, right? Um, but really cool. I have a cape, uh, duster, cloak. It, it's really cool. Uh, I think Maddie has done spectacular work. Mm -hmm. The whole costume shop, I mean, putting, the, yes. putting all these costumes together have put in a lot of great work. Yeah, so April April 12th, you can get your tickets at the O'Connell Center. How long is the play running? Right now, with intermission, we have about two hours. Yeah, we run from uh, April 12th until April 14th, and then it picks back up on Tuesday, April 16th to the 19th. Not too long, folks, so make sure you get in on the first yeah. or second weekend. But thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thanks we for,